0: You're listening to the Totally Useless Information Podcast with Nick and Roy. Brought to you in part by Napoli Ristorante and Pizzeria, a landmark of its own in Niagara Falls, Ontario, and by DeMarlo Salon and Spa of Naples, Florida. Hair, nails, massage, and skin care for more than 15 years at the Naples location. What do pigeons do that most humans can't? From this week's Mailbag...
1: A listener asks, where does bouncing a check come from? Because I've done that
2: more than once. I'm Nick. And I'm Roy. And we scour the universe. No, we scour the internet for information we really don't
1: need. So thank you for joining us as we'll explore food, sex, animals, open up the mailbag, and some science. Totally useless
2: information. It's everything you never needed to know. By listening once a week, you get smarter than you think. The Totally Useless Information Podcast, hosted by Nick and Roy. Well, hello
1: there, and welcome once again to another episode of the Totally Useless Information Podcast. Are you all set to go, my friend Roy?
2: I am set. I'm in balmy, beautiful weather down here in Florida, and you're probably freezing your boot off.
0: Hey everybody come and get it your weekly sweet and savory facts with your five-star michelin chefs of totally useless information nick and roy come and get
2: it raspberries are a member of the rose family oh and as we learned on previous episode there are other members of the rose family cherries apricots plums pears apples peaches strawberries god i have a lot of information they're all in the rose family by the way raspberries must ripen now listen to this if you take an unripe raspberry off the plant it will never ripen it must ripen on the plant in order for you to pick it it's quite picky (laughs) so Astronaut John
1: Young smuggled a corned beef sandwich onto his spacecraft for a six-hour mission. Mm. Sandwich didn't do too well in zero-gravity conditions, and Young quickly put it in his pocket after getting it out. That could have that had grave consequences because the floating crumbs and debris could have caused damage to the space shuttle at the time. it could have. What was he thinking? He wasn't. But luckily, they returned to Earth, and NASA took bold steps to make sure that sandwiches never boldly go where no one has gone before. And uh, maybe astronaut John Young's uh, astronaut career was cut short because of a corned beef sandwich.
2: Can you imagine? Could you imagine John Young smuggles it on, and there's a guy in the background with a little towel over his arm going, what do you want with that? You want a pickle? You want a pickle (laughs) with the corned beef sandwich? It's nice and lean. The meat is lean all the mustard (laughs) mustard. (laughs) that would have kept it together at least maybe oh my god if you want protein what do you think of you think of meat good old meat not corned beef well guess what what broccoli has more protein than steak Mm. okay so if you go with the green you're doing better, and you're not going to die of heart disease unless you have sex once a week. Then you maybe can have meat a little bit more. We learned in another episode that you, whatever. But go broccoli, more protein than meat. How do you like your broccoli? Medium rare, thank you.
1: Now, do you like fettuccine Alfredo? Now, you're a chef. For those of you who don't know, Roy is actually a chef. He's yes, owned several it's... restaurants over his years. Have you, do you like fettuccine Alfredo? I love any cream sauce. Well, guess what? The original fettuccine Alfredo recipe did not have cream. Exactly. In the early 1900s, Alfredo di Lelio, an Italian restaurant worker created a dish for his pregnant wife who wasn't able to eat very much. He called it pasta in bianco or pasta in white sauce. but It wasn't a sauce. It was a simple recipe with just three ingredients, fresh fettuccine pasta tossed with lots of butter and a lot of aged Parmigiano reggiano Giano. It got adopted to the Western world where heavy cream was incorporated, uh, and it was first of its kind. And according to one of the chefs of the New York City's Lincoln Restaurant, they told Today Food, Restaurant Magazine, chefs know what they're doing when it's looking for helping and making the clientele feel good. So they followed the clientele's requests, and they put heavy cream into this simple recipe.
2: It's not just heavy cream, though. You have to have a double boiler and you have to have egg yolks, and you have to whisk the egg yolks so that they don't get like stringy, and then add the cream very slowly, and whisking it, and then it becomes this nice textured cream sauce, and then you throw Parmesan cheese in, and a little bit of white pepper, and some, maybe a little bit of garlic powder, just to give it a little kick. That was a useful recipe. Sorry, I just lost my mind there for a second. You know, you wake up and you want coffee, right? It seems that I've had a lot of it by the ranting and raving that I've been doing right now. Well, yes, (laughs) I got news for you. An apple gives you more energy than coffee. Because of the high carbohydrate content, the high sugar content, and the vitamins, it is better than a cup of coffee. The only problem with it is... I tried sticking a handle on an apple. It just doesn't work right, and I keep dropping it because I'm half asleep. So I want my coffee, damn it. There you go. So surprises
1: and food tend to be a good combination. We all love being surprised when one of our favorite foods are presented to us. When, when someone calls it a chef's surprise, I don't know if that's yeah. such a good thing.
2: That's a scary thing.
1: <laughs> We're getting a surprise cake on your birthday. Mm-hmm. The well-to-do of the 16th century in England had a different idea. They put live animals in your pie, and one of those Mm. food traditions that were glad state in the 16th century. So, as you started to dig into the pie, the live animals would surprise pop up out of the pie. Surprise pie.
2: I got Heidi Klum in a cake for my birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Can imagine how surprised I was when I cut it.
0: The kitchen is now closed. Join us next time on the Totally Useless Information Podcast for more sweet and savory morsels of useless food information. See you real soon.
1: Totally Useless Information Podcast. We thank you for joining us week after week. You can uh, contact us by going to the email program of your choice and Let's go to s- t- yes talk about sex. Wait. Wait, hold on. Hold your horses. tuI podcast at Outlook.com. tuI podcast at Outlook.com.
0: Yeah, baby.
2: Wow. Oh, yeah. oh
0: yeah.
1: All about sex. Now, in case you join us for the first time, so that you know we don't go over the line, we just give you some useless information about sex, but just in case some lawyers are listening and so that you know exactly where we're going.
0: The following segment of the Totally Useless Information Podcast may be too sultry and too sexy for some listeners. To the rest of you, please keep your hands where we can see them. Nick and Roy are not responsible for any monkey business as a result of this segment.
1: Nope, we're not responsible. Mm -hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going first. Go ahead. Married people. masturbate more than people that live alone. Said the geeky weirdo loner that lives in his mother's basement. No. Married people. Master of his domain. More than people that live alone. Horrible. (laughs) The
1: largest cell in the body is the female egg and the smallest
2: cell is the male sperm. Wow. So the biggest cell is the egg. Mhm. Smallest cell is the sperm, male sperm, yes. Okay, here we go. Upper Paleolithic art dating back 30,000 years. Get ready. 30,000 years depicts people using sex toys. No. Yes, in fact, the article that I read about it said people using dildos, like the town in Newfoundland. Yes, we have a dildo Newfoundland. Dildo Newfoundland. But anyway, the wall paintings date back 30,000 years depict people using sex toys to pleasure themselves. No. So this means that humans invented the sex toy before they invented the wheel. The wheel wasn't invented 30,000 years ago, but the dildo was. That's right. Well, they could use it as one of the axes. What did it say on that wall painting, like a description? Did it say insert here? No. (laughs) It said for a good time. (laughs) A passionate kiss causes
1: the same chemical reactions that takes place when firing a gun And also bungee jumping. So a passionate kiss causes the same chemical reactions that takes place when firing a gun, and bungee jumping. Really? All right. Well, how about this then? Men have erections every hour to an hour and a half during sleep. Okay. This is because Mm -hmm. the combination of blood circulation and testosterone production can cause erections during sleep, and are necessary. This is interesting. and they are, they are a necessary part of REM sleep.
2: Ah. Unless I take that blue pill and then I'm pitching a tent for basically the whole night. wow. 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 Chica, oh, yeah. bow, wow.
1: Oh, yeah. All about sex. On the Totally Useless Information Podcast. So if you'd like to get in touch sure with us. really yeah. gone into the gutter, Nick. TY Podcast at Outlook.com. And here's something we haven't talked about in a while. Animals,
0: animals, animals crazy animals.
1: On the Totally Useless Information podcast. So when a female fish sees a male fish blowing bubbles, it means he's ready for breeding. Mm-hmm. So the he's blowing bubbles. That's right. Right. Eight Maybe he just he just woke up from a sleep.
2: Yeah, I mean, why why is she so sure that he's blowing bubbles that he's ready to go? What kind of bubbles are they? Heart shaped bubbles coming out of it? What the hell is he doing?
1: Absolutely, yes, they are.
2: He's like, hey, look, baby, I'm blowing bubbles for you. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fishy to me. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> she asked him on a
1: scale of one to ten, how was Ah that?
2: scale? What a scale. <laughs>
1: All right, all right. You know that the attention span of a oh goldfish God. is three seconds, right? What? You know that the oh attention span of a goldfish God. is three seconds, right? Yes. <laughs>
2: the same. Okay. This this is now um an interesting one. Train pigeons can tell the difference between this was my teaser. Train pigeons can tell the difference between a Pablo Picasso painting and a Claude Monet painting or a Pablo. Picasso, and another artist, they can tell the difference between paintings. Can you imagine that? Could you imagine that that we we oh. have like human beings can't tell the difference because some of us are so lacking in culture. But could you imagine the art critic? He's like pigeons suck. <laughs> yes. All polar
1: yeah. bears are left-handed or left-pawed. They're left-handed. They are left-handed.
2: That is correct. How did they figure that out, though? By the time they figured that out, they had their head lopped off by a polar bear. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, cats yep. are pulling a fast one on us. Cats are pulling a fast one on the human race. That's right. They do not meow to communicate to each other. Did nope. you know that cats do not meow to each other? It is not a form of cat-to-cat communication, but it is a form of of getting our attention. Cats meow to humans, not to each other. That doesn't sound right to me, but it was a study done, and it was an actual scientific study, so I'm taking it as it's legitimate. But I've seen cats screaming and yelling at each other. Maybe they just don't know I'm watching. (laughs) Yeah, one time I saw cats... And they were talking, but that was a Broadway show, and I paid for tickets. That's right. We <laughs> <laughs> <You> did. <laughs> hey, most cows produce more milk
1: when they listen to classical music. They they produce more milk. That's right. So a little Mozart, a little Beethoven, da, da da da.
2: And they squirt more milk. So if they listened to rap music and it was like a hip, a hop, a hippie, a hip, hop, hippie, I ain't giving no milky. No, then then they give milkshakes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, the moray eel. Okay, this is the moray eel. It's a dangerous animal. It has a second jaw and teeth that's built inside of its throat. Now, it's not even in its mouth. It's in its throat. When it goes to bite something, it opens its mouth real wide And almost like alien, it actually shoots out of its larynx. It's called a pharyngeal jaw. It's one of the only animals that has it. And, of course, the moray eel is probably some alien crap that came here on an asteroid. Talk about cutthroat.
0: Animals, animals,
1: animals, crazy animals. On the Totally Useless Information Podcast, we have lots more coming away, including from the world of science, but first, a brand new sponsor to the Totally Useless Information Podcast. Yeah, Napoli Ristorante and Pizzeria in Niagara Falls, Ontario. This place is incredible. Why is it incredible? Because it's all about family. They tell you that the two words that have kept their customers coming back for more than 30 years is family Tradition they pride themselves on treating everyone that walks through their door like family and Providing them with the highest quality of food.
2: Napoli restaurant is Located in Niagara Falls area of Ontario, Canada guys this restaurant is Amazing to the point where I can't even explain it and I was in the restaurant business. They make everything pastas gnocchi they make the sausage, they make the dried sausage, they make the prosciut, they make, they make everything. They don't buy anything. Everything is produced from the best. They'll take tomatoes and wait for them to ripen before making sauce with them. I mean, it's so unbelievably odd, but when you taste the food, you will not believe what you're tasting. It is that good.
1: Check them out on the website, NapoliRistorante.ca NapoliRistorante.ca And you'll see why Napoli Ristorante and Pizzeria has become a landmark of its own in Niagara Falls, Ontario.
2: What's in the mailbag today? Who sent the letter anyway? What's in the mailbag? What's in the mailbag?
1: TUI podcast at outlook.com is how you can reach us and uh, someone from you got someone from your mailbag there Roy
2: I do I do his name is Mark and Mark because folks this show is all over the world we're we're in I mean literally we're in Australia we're in Norway we're in Spain we're in England we're in France we're We're global the French but 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 we're all over the place we're in Canada of course We're in the United States. We're in Mexico. We're literally, we are worldwide. Well, this one comes from Mark from London, England. And Mark says, hello, mate. No, Mark says, is it true that the original Apollo 11 recording tapes were taped over by mistake? No. Well, I live in Florida and I've actually been to NASA. And it's a long story, but my wife fell asleep in the tour bus and I called her un-American. But anyway, so, but I learned this fact. So Mark, I can tell you this. Yes, yes, there was an investigation done in 1994. Somebody in the eighties was needed tape to tape something and pulled those tapes off, erased them, and re taped over them. So most of the Apollo 11 recordings, there are still some, but most of them were recorded over. So, yes, Mark, thanks for bringing up the fact that some Americans are idiots.
1: <laughs> yeah, what's one of the sayings that they have in NASA failure is not an option? Too late. Yeah, wow. Crazy. George from Wilmington, Delaware writes Dear Nick and Roy, can you explain to me where the expression bouncing a check? comes from my Mm. landlord gets pissed when i bounce my rent check
2: well there you go
1: well george you're an idiot no it appears that bad (laughs) and you don't know math (laughs) that's right it appears george that bad checks have been called rubber checks for at least as long as they've been described as bouncing in 1920 damon runyon offers a clear and concise explanation for the slang term A bad check is called a rubber check because it bounces back when it hits the bank. Wow,
2: okay. So there you go. It still doesn't change the fact that George is an idiot.
0: What's in the mail?
1: Totally useless information podcast. It's time to get scientific.
2: Was a moron. Lupin was a jerk. nothing in science, science,
1: science. Totally. Uses Information Podcast, the science section of our podcast. We both have our white uh, lab coats on. We have our safety goggles on just to make beep, sure. Beep, beep, beep,
2: beep, 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 beep.
1: A normal human being can survive 20 days without eating anything. 20 days. But oh. humans can only survive two days without drinking beep, water. Two days? That's right. So you can only survive two days without water and 20 days without eating anything. So drinking water is really important.
2: That's the most imperative thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can go without the food, but you can't go without the water. Exactly. And anyone that heard me go,
0: beep, 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 beep,
2: when, when Nick did that was definitely has to be a Muppet fan to understand that that was Beaker, the scientist Muppet. That's right. My favorite Muppet. And again, that's a, one of my problems. Are you okay now? Are you
1: feeling better now that you've uh, you've expressed your your, your Muppet uh, fascination?
2: How do you feel about that, Nick? No, but anyway, the tree-hugging hippies. Mm-hmm. You know I talk about them. I yep. talk about them in the French. But okay, you tree-hugging hippies. Here it is. There are 30 times more trees than there are stars in the Milky Way. No. Okay. Look, guys. This is crazy. When you hear this, you're not going to believe it. But there are 30 times more trees than there are stars. There's 3 trillion trees on planet Earth. 3 trillion trees. Okay? Please, somebody, tell the tree-hugging hippies that there's 3 trillion damn trees on this planet.
1: And on top of that, you can't hug a Milky Way. That's true. That's true. They can't throw chocolate all over you. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Not that milky way. You heard the expression, stop to smell the roses, and I know this is the science portion, but yeah. stop to smelling the roses can boost brain function during sleep. In wow. a study published in Scientific Reports, two groups were given the same language lessons. These were uh, students in elementary school, and which they worked on shortly before bedtime. So they gave them some language lessons. One group was instructed to place rose-scented incense on their desks while studying, while the control group had no fragrance. A separate test tasked the students with a vocabulary test based on information that they studied. The results drew some strong links between the rose-scented studying and higher information retention. It was an average increase in learned information of 30% more for students who use the rose-scented incense makes you retain more information
2: you know what puts me to sleep what long-winded science things like that <laughs> i just woke up what i miss <laughs> yeah you know, smell some roses you'll find out so cleopatra is very interesting because it's the time of, of of the pharaohs and so on when you think of cleopatra what do you think of nick elizabeth taylor <laughs> You think of Cleopatra, you think of pyramids, right? Mm -hmm. Well, at least I do. Well, Cleopatra lived closer in years to the moon landing than she did to the construction of the pyramids. 2,200 years before Cleopatra was born, the pyramids were built. But while Cleopatra lived, it was only 2,000 years later that we would land on the moon. How freaky is that? That she was, that those pyramids were around 2,200 years before her. So 2,200
1: years B.C. Is that before Christ or before Cleopatra?
2: I, we'll never know that. That's like the chicken or the egg thing. That's right. Which you solved in a previous episode. That. That's right. You, well, saw that. you know, Nick, you know, this is why we're here. That's right.
1: The only reason why we're here, for totally useless information here to s- solve all
2: of the world's conundrums. Yes,
1: yeah, so we create some of them and then we solve them. <laughs> Nerve impulses can travel as fast as 170 miles an hour. Okay, So you're thinking 170 miles an hour. It's yes. about 60 times as fast as walking pedestrians in Manhattan. 60 times faster. A 2006 study, by the way, in by the New York City Department of City Planning found that pedestrians in the city walk at an average rate of three miles per hour pedestrians wearing headphones the study went on to find walk slightly faster at 3.20 miles per hour
2: Oh, cool one more for these damn environmental tree hugging hippies god I can't gotta get listen livestock you know mm-hmm. how the tree hugging hippies are like all about the animals well livestock farming Which means farming cows and goats and so on, does more damage to the environment than all auto transportation put together. The CO2, listen to this the CO2 uh, and the emissions from the animals, emissions means. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Not to mention, not to mention because animals don't say. Let me excuse myself and use the restroom. No, they just poop wherever the hell they want. So wherever there's animals, there's water pollution from them pooping all over the place. Okay? But these tree hugging hippies, three trillion trees, remember that. These tree hugging hippies, they want oh, animal farms, I'm animal farms. but now, now because they heard this, these tree hugging hippies want to do away with cows. Where is the justice in that? I was a moron. It was a jerk. It it was science, science,
1: science. I'm a totally useless information podcast, but before we go, we need to tell you all about DeMarlo's Salon and Spa.
2: Let me tell them about DeMarlo's Salon Spa. I'm the one that lives in Florida, damn it. People come from all over the place. DeMarlo's Salon Spa has Canadian people, people from Germany, England, all over the place. They come to the Naples, Florida area and they say they've got to get their hair done at the Marlowe Salon & Spa. This is a fact. They are located on Vanderbilt Beach Road and Collier Boulevard in the Naples area of Southwest Florida. Their phone number, 239-793-2020. The Marlowe Salon & Spa does hair, skincare, nails, and massage. They do it all. It's a full service salon and spa. But let me tell you this. They're known for their cut and color transformations of people's hair they are amazing they have won all kinds of things they've won hair wars and they've won all kinds of accolades and from from the color companies and so on they're a global elite salon the marlo salon and spa on the corner of vanderbilt beach road and collier boulevard again 793-2020 if you want to get them on the on the internet you go to com. trust me get over there if you're in the if you're in the Naples area you want to look good you're going to want to go to the Marlo Salon and Spa
1: well look at that just like that we've run out of stuff to talk about for this week
2: well you ran out of stuff i could keep going for hours hold on <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that welcome to the fourth grade well in the meantime you got to friend us all the time but tell a friend about the trend i am nick And I am Roy. Thanks for listening.